Welcome to Costume Party, the pop culture podcast chatting style on screen. I'm Lydia. I'm Hattie. And we're your unqualified yet enthusiastic hosts tearing the style of film and TV, past and present, to threads. Just a heads up, party people, there might be some spoilers, so we recommend watching ahead. Now let's get into it. How's it going? Good. Pretending I didn't see you like two hours ago. <laughs> no, no. How are you? Well, three. Three hours ago. Yeah. I'm good, you know. I've been productive since I saw you. I went to Sainsbury's. Um, other supermarkets are available. <laughs> Came back, finished watching what we're talking about today. <laughs> and before anyone judges me, it's been a very busy week and I had to have watch the whole series in one week. I'm impressed, I've got to say. Thank you. I couldn't even download it on my phone for the tube. For some reason, Skygo wasn't letting me. So it's been a full-on commitment. It's an intense show when we get there as well. So yeah, impressive. How's your uh, few hours been without me? Yeah, good. Um, I'm hosting a roast dinner <laughs> this evening. <laughs> So I've been a cute little... Well, I'm, I say I'm hosting. George is cooking because George is better at cooking than me. Um, <laughs> she says through greater teeth. But I get to do a really cute tablescape, so we all win, you know? Also, the tablescape is all anyone's really bothered about, isn't it? You know? Who cares about tahini potatoes, yeah. do they really? Well, exactly. Now, pretty good. So what have you been watching, apart from, obviously, what we've you've had to binge yeah well that's the thing so it's taken quite a bit of time obviously i watched the flight attendant you'll probably have seen from the title of the episode um i watched the flight attendant which i have wanted to watch for ages i just didn't didn't get around to it so this has been quite a good intensive experience where i've just had to get on and watch (laughs) it and it's probably for the type for the the style of the show it probably was appropriate it's the Mm. kind of thing which is good to binge and just immerse yourself in. Um, other than that, I've been continuing with Call My Agent. I've nearly finished. Oh, great. Yeah, still loving that. Um, I watched, also recently, Davina McCall, Sex Myths and the Menopause. Oh. The uh, Channel 4 documentary. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. It. You should. I So I said to my mum that... Uh, my mum. My mum. Just yours. I said to our mum, yeah, just mine. Um, I said to mum when, oh, I think I was, I think when I went home actually, I said, oh, um, I watched the Davina documentary. It's really good. You should watch it. She was like, what are you watching that for? You're not <laughs> menopausal. And I was like, wow, that's that's really that's really reductive. You don't have to be a menopausal woman to watch it. Also, it is quite it's interesting because I think it's important for any woman with well any woman because Mm. they do delve into the whole argument of medicine regarding like the female body and female hormones has been very neglected over the over the years and I personally think that relates to me because you know you've got I mean I'm a woman with hormones that affects (laughs) me and this it was a similar argument almost to kind of the pill and 
mm. a contraceptive pill and how you know there's not really been enough research about that and about women's hormones and their effect on women's mental health women's Mm. like other aspects of physical health as well so I thought it was really interesting you've sold it I'm like really weirdly maybe it's not weird but (laughs) into into can I say I'm into hormones (laughs) I think you can say you're into hormones I know I find it so interesting and I feel like especially well, I know that, that the documentary specifically about um, the menopause, but just in general, mm. it's so interesting to watch and read about. Um, yeah, it is. And because your hormones are your brain, like that's what makes yeah. your brain your brain. And like, mm. is your brain not who, who you are? Do you find that so crazy? Yeah. Like, is your brain you? Yeah, which oh. is why Davina has come out with this documentary. Oh, well, I'm going to watch it. I think you should. I also think it never hurts to be prepared. No fair. You know? I also like Davina. Yeah, I like Davina. Oh, I did also watch Three Families, just on the whole kind of female body issues in society kind of track. It tells the story of three families and how they're affected by the really regressive... Um, well, I guess that's that's an, that's an opinion I've just stated, but I would say they're regressive. Um, laws over abortion in Northern Ireland pre-2019 and just about how, you know, that there isn't... Well, there still isn't enough access to abortion for women in Northern Ireland because of, you know, political and religious Mm. opinions. I don't think for anyone who doesn't know much about the limited access to abortion for women in Ireland, it's, it's a good watch just as, like, a little introduction to the social issues at play play there I'll add it to my list yes sorry so you've been watching <laughs> um <laughs> so i watched last week the friends reunion oh, of course i've still not watched that yet so i mean i think by the time that this is live that everyone who's a fan will have watched it mm. but if you haven't and you live under a rock or you're not a friends fan um the friends cast reunited um, on TV for the first time since the show finished. So it was the 25th anniversary of the show um, this year. And all six of the main characters came together. They'd not been together in the same room. I can't remember how many years they say it is. But like 15 plus years. They'd not all six of them been together. So since wow. the show finished... They've been together once for one dinner at Jennifer Aniston's house. And since then, like, they've obviously seen each other and Mm. apparently they stay in touch and they're all still really close, but not all of them had been together at the same time. Yeah. So I was literally welling up in the first five minutes because (laughs) when it opens, they all... I don't want to spoil it for you, but they all come onto the rebuilt set... And then, and they come in one at a time, and then they're all like hugging and like just Aww. being, I guess, because they haven't been on the set either. The set mm. obviously was taken down. Um, to then like go in and, and sort of like start to relive it, and it was just really emotional. Um, and they do like a trivia quiz. It's not, it wasn't um, a new episode, it was just them meeting. They're interviewed by James Corden, then there's sort of special guests. 
um, Marta Kaufman, David Crane and Kevin Bright, the um, creators and producers, are also interviewed, which was really interesting about like the casting. Mm. You, I think you'd like that. It's all about how they um, cast the main characters. Yeah. Um, and how they found them and sort of the whole process. That was really interesting and how long it took. And how that made such a difference to it being such a big show. Mm. Because the chemistry had to be right or it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah. I think as a show. Um, yeah, and they do like table reads, the six of them. Oh, I saw a bit of that. Scenes, which was really funny. Um, and again, quite emotional. But yeah, just make, I mean, obviously everyone knows it as this massive sitcom, but it just really brings home how massive it was. Mm. They said it, it's been watched over a hundred billion times across all the platforms. Which is crazy. Like, how crazy is that? And it averaged about 25 million views a week. Isn't that just insane? That, like, is, in, that is insane. Like, it was loved. Like, yeah. people loved Friends. And still do. I still love Friends. I still watch Friends. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a big part of Western culture mm-hmm. now. I think it's just, it's a reference point which pretty much everyone knows, even if they're not a fan. Most yeah. people grew up watching it or have at least accidentally watched it because they flicked onto Comedy Central or Yeah, you've Channel watched some of it, even yeah. if you don't really get it. You're probably going to, like, know references. Yeah. Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so, they talk about that scene, actually, as well. Mm. Uh, like, just how something can be written obviously mm. into the script as a line but you never yeah. know how it's going to be delivered yeah and the actors like made all those lines so mm. memorable but that could have been played in a completely different way and then yeah. there are all those lines that we still say now um yeah like when we're leaving the house like we can't leave if someone's like oh have you got the keys it's not oh have you got the keys it's or have you got some keys it's get the keys Get and then someone else will go, get the keys. <laughs> and then we have to be like, no, but do you actually have some keys? <laughs> we pretty much, when we're as a family, we pretty much say that all the time whenever oh, someone's yeah. leaving the house. And it's like things like that. They, they just, I think friends have become part of so many people's lives mm-hmm. through little anecdotes like that. 100%. Well, shall we get into it? Okay. So, flight attendant, you were obsessed. I was. I was obsessed before I watched it. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, I was a bit. I was was excited to watch it. I saw the trailer. And also, I think because they kept showing the trailer on Prime, which Mm. is weird because you couldn't watch it on Prime. Um, It was on... Well, I watched it on Sky. You watched it on Sky. Was it HBO? Mm. HBO. Um, but yeah, it has it been renewed for a second a season. A second series. Mm. Which, well, maybe we'll get to that later, but I'm intrigued. I'm excited, but I'm intrigued to see what happens because I felt all the loose ends were tied up. Mm. Uh, see, I, I did, but I did feel like they left it open to something an, another series just with how they like with the we should probably actually we should probably give a synopsis yeah. do you want to give a little synopsis and so, spoiler alert 
there will be spoilers. Here are some spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, the flight attendant. So originally, it was a book. First mm. of all, um, and Kaylee Cuoco, you told me this on one of our previous recordings. Yeah. Loved the book and wanted to be involved with it going onto screen, basically. So she executive produces it and then she plays the main character, Cassie, who is, surprise, surprise, a flight attendant. And she, in the first episode, is um, serving on a first-class flight to Bangkok. She meets this guy who's a passenger on the plane. They go on this glamorous date in um, Bangkok when they land and then she wakes up the next day and he's dead next to her covered in blood and she doesn't remember and then the whole thing just sort of spirals from there Mm. so she's being chased by the FBI because they think maybe she was involved with the murder but she doesn't really mm, I was going to say she does clean up the scene before she leaves Yeah, because she panics and thinks oh my god she even rings her best friend and is like, so what happened with Amanda Knox? Mm. And I felt like that was so, not so, I mean, not that I've ever woken up next to a dead body, but I feel like it was relatable in terms of, I, and I also like to think that I would not have reacted in the way she did and it would have just like rung the police. But she, it was very relatable in the way she rang her best friend and just was like, um, so what happened to that girl that I've heard yeah. about on the news? Um that felt I've felt for her there. I think yeah. she's a like even though she's a massive mess, she's likable because I feel like everyone understands where she's coming from to an extent. Yeah. With certain things. Not with everything, but I think yeah, we're supposed to kind of empathise a bit. Mm. She's a strange character and I I think the whole yeah. show is like that because it's so dark and twisted, but there are quite sort of funny moments and mm. i think a lot of that actually is done through costume for me anyway. yeah um so common thread getting to costume yes what did you think because i have an idea i think probably the common thread for me would be that I feel like the clothing reflects either her mental state or how she wants to appear. It's very yeah. much... I feel like I'm probably going to say this in every episode, but <laughs> it's the costume is very much tied to her identity or more so in this than anything, what she's trying to present to the world. So yeah. she gradually gets more disheveled as the show goes on, but every t- when she's kind of in her everyday clothes, like her civvies, but when she's working... When she's in her flight attendant gear, her hair is back. Yeah. Her outfit looks per- like her dress is always perfect. She she's got makeup on. She looks very put together, and I think that very much relates to the idea that her her world is falling apart, and she's mm. her mind is pretty much she's pretty much losing her mind as we see yeah. as the show goes on. Understandably, she's been through quite a traumatic experience, yeah. and we learn that she's got quite a traumatic history from yeah. her childhood. Um, but whenever she steps on that plane, she's always very put together. Yeah. And I think that also ties to the idea that she's the kind of personality that runs. She's constantly running mm. from her problems. And because she's got this slightly darker past and her own demons, 
I think that's where that profession comes from. She's constantly moving. She's constantly seeing people in new countries, making new friends. She's going out every night. And so her job is pretty much running, isn't it? Like she's not ever in one place. So she never has to fully invest in that life. But also looking after people. Yeah, I think it's 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 twofold, isn't it? Yeah, um, I agree. I was going to say a lot of it mirrors the chaoticness of everything that's mm. going on around her. Yeah. Um, so even when she is in that uniform, it's a uniform. I'm like, you know, she has to mm. wear it. Yeah. And it's it's very modern and sleek, and mm. like the color blocking, it's very kind of like safe. Yeah, I guess, but you know everything that's going on outside of that. Yeah. Um, apparently, in the script, it was supposed to be a Diane von Furstenberg wrap dress. Ah. But the so oh so the costume designer Catherine Marie mm. Thomas was also the costume designer for Kill Bill. Oh wow! Tarantino I didn't know film, that. Which now that you know, you're not like oh. Yeah, it feels like it makes sense. Um, So she thought that maybe that wasn't really appropriate for a flight attendant and wanted it to be practical. I almost think it looks a bit like sci-fi vibes. It does. It looks like she she could almost be working on kind of a spaceship. When you you see those films that are about futuristic worlds, it looks like she's a flight attendant for a spaceship, you know, like a flight to Mars. Yeah, that's how I feel. (laughs) Um, But I guess she works on a very nice airline, doesn't she? So she's got very rich clients or customers. And and she's got that Max Mara belted wool coat, which she wears Mm. over her uniform. It's like she's got her shit together in the scenes, even though you know that she's drinking in the back. Yeah. So you like see her come out and like mm. mingle with the passengers and you know checking everyone's okay and then she yeah. runs to the back and is downing a little cheeky vodka, little miniature so. vodka. That's the thing. Mm. I feel like she very much uses her like her job is is her world. She's created this mm. safe space where she almost tries not. I don't know. It doesn't always work, but she kind of tries not to think about what's in the back of her mind it's a distraction so she's instantly like she puts her uniform on she puts her hair back she's ready she puts a smile on her face and she's so good at her job yeah it's almost like she focuses all her energy into being capable in that arena Mm. and then she just lets the chaos out when she's out of that uniform yeah 100 percent. do i want to say 100 percent anymore but it's so true um and I think then through a lot of the rest of her costume, again, you're. I think you're so right in, as it goes on, the colour kind of goes, in the first, I think it's sort of episode two when she goes to Alex's office and she's in an Isabel Moron mm. um, pink boucle coat. Yeah, and that is, I love that outfit. On, um, which is again kind of like a, a soft pink as well, isn't it? Mm. and she wears a lot of colour and a lot of prints and then as it goes on and she's just sort of unravelling more and more and more her hair is always in that like floppy ponytail 
Yeah. And she wears a lot of kind of neutral colours. She's in a lot of mm. beige at the end. Or like yeah. navy. And she still looks great in like jeans and, and she still wears patterns. Like it still feels mm. as though it's her. She'll wear like a striped turtleneck or yeah. whatever. But it just feels a bit like the colour has gone. Whereas at the beginning, there's a lot of colour and a lot of pattern, and it's much more fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the coat, the coat thing. So apparently, the costume designer <laughs> said um, coats are such a big thing in New York. I mean, also the season. So it's yeah. set in kind of, I think it's supposed to be winter, I'm gathering from mm. all the coat wearing. And the costume designer herself, the first to herself as a coat hoarder well after my own heart yeah <laughs> we love a coat <laughs> and coats are like she's always in a new coat I feel in this and it always yeah. sort of mirrors then yeah what is going on around her either the mess or mm. also as you said how she thinks she should look yeah because um, Actually, I think when she goes to Alex's office in... Is it the second episode that she goes? Yeah. She's trying to find information on this woman she's remembered was on that date. Trying to piece together what happened, how he ended up dead. And she thinks, it's obviously, it's a terrible idea, but she thinks it's a good idea to go to his office and ask around about this person that he might have known. And she wears that red turtleneck. Yeah. Like, the coat wrapped around her hair's loose, but in curls, it's very much styled. And I think she's think she's she puts herself together for it's like she's on a mission. She thinks, right, yeah. this is how I'm going to dress. I'm going to dress in the in in a way that suggests that I've got money. I could be investing in hedge funds. Mm-hmm. I could be a client of Alex's. She very much takes on roles throughout this, which I quite like. Yeah, agreed. And my favorite instance of that is when she goes to Alex's funeral. Mm. and she's in a black dress and then she has um like black leather gloves and a little pillbox hat with a veil yeah um her friend's like what's with the net (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know he's trying to be respectful (laughs) it's just so she's dressing for the audience of this wealthy Mm. westchester upstate new york family and that's how she thinks yeah. she's supposed to dress and it's mm. it's quite comical when you see her in it and the veil it all it's sort of as if she thinks she's a widow and yes she's, she's been on one date with this man mm. and then she's sort of dressing for this grieving glamorous okay if i can say glamorous and widow in the same sentence but um <laughs> yeah that it is quite comical because it's sort of she doesn't quite get there and like she's trying to be respectful and or she Mm. thinks she is and then and she's trying to be like prim and proper but yeah is actually still a bit of a mess and is downing champagne (laughs) i think that's so true though it's so true about and i hadn't thought about this but the fact that she's almost dressed like a widow with the veil because didn't widows traditionally wear veils yeah and that's so true i think her subconscious is coming through like one thing i thought not to get too deep but i did feel like it was a bit of a shame that he died not only because obviously it's very sad for him and his family he's lost his life but 
I do think, you know, their relationship really could have gone somewhere. I think they had something special. And I think she's, that's coming through. Maybe she's projecting onto it slightly because she's so stressed about the whole situation. But I do think when we see flashbacks to the date, she did really get on with him. And I think Mm. she had some kind of weird, confused feelings towards him. And so her dressing like this for the funeral is almost like, I know she says she's going to the memorial to investigate, but I still think the fact that she dresses in that way Mm. with the hat sees that she feels that she plays a certain role in his life right now. Yeah, definitely. And she's, because she meets his mum, and Mm. I think she's, it's not just about figuring it out, is it? It's about seeing almost what life she might have been a part of. Yeah. Had that not happened. Mm. Um, And yeah, 100%. Oh my god! Please <laughs> stop saying it. But just her outfit is just so reflective of that for me, and it was of all the costumes, the one that kind of, in a really strange way, made me smile the most because you can mm. just see why she's dressing like that. That's, yeah, that's how I really felt when I saw her mm. arrive in that costume. Yeah. Do we want to do our top costume? Yes. Um, I think that's a good idea. That seems to be the right right way to go. Um, who wants to go first? Shall I go first? Yeah, do it. Um, my favourite is one that we've not mentioned yet, which is good. Okay, that's very good. Um, so my favourite costume... I don't know if this is maybe a bit of an obvious one, mm. but it's the sequin dress that she wears in episode one when she goes on her date with mm. Alex. So she wears this gorgeous champagne kind of colour, Jonathan mm. Simcoe wrap dress, and she's got a little lace slip underneath as well, so you can just mm. sort of see the um, the lace like poking out from yeah under dress and the reason that I love this is first because I think when you go into it in episode one it makes it seem like this is going to be a really glamorous show (laughs) and it's really not (laughs) um so you start this journey with Cassie and you've obviously seen her in her uniform Mm. and then the next thing we see her in is the dress um and then the slip by itself the next day when she wakes up with Alex and so they're mm. her first outfits in this show so this is where we're starting with her so she goes yeah. from this like professional woman who's great at her job loves her job and then starts like you know going on this romantic one night adventure with this mm. man she's never met in this amazing place and she's sort of like running around the city and it just, yeah, there's just something about that dress that is just so, I just loved it so much. It's just mm. so, so gorgeous and glamorous. Um, and then, and that is sort of where she falls from. So she's in this state of, mm. well, we obviously don't realise at that point how much she's drinking as well. So a lot of yeah. the kind of feelings around that change as it goes on Mm. but 
that's our starting point from with her and that's who we think she is going to be yeah and then it all sort of unravels and throughout the rest of the series there are a lot of flashbacks to her in that outfit Mm. because whenever she is thinking about what's going on and she has these conversations in her head with Alex yeah she goes back to that hotel room and she's in that dress and it's She's so linked to that moment. Yeah. I think throughout the whole thing. And then it's just that stark contrast of what was this amazing night in this amazing dress Mm. and what came after it. And she keeps going back to that moment. Yeah. And I think it's just, yeah, her absolute fall from Mm. grace, really. Going from that, that dress to... trying not to be arrested Mm. for murder that's the thing when she leaves the hotel room the next day after waking up next to his bloody Mm. dead body she leaves in that dress runs into i want to say like a gift shop buys a scarf has her sunglasses on has a scarf over her head trying to disguise herself in case obviously like there's police or cctv And she's running through the streets and it's really chaotic, but in this dress. And And it's still quite glamorous. Well, yeah, but I feel like it's just the pinnacle of the walk of shame. Yeah. It's it's so extreme that that the contrast really just highlights how absurd her situation is. She's really just got, like, the worst... It's just, like, the worst hangover ever. I mean, Um, yeah, I don't think it probably gets worse than that, does it? I mean, no, I can't say I've... Ever had anyone in my life who's had such a bad, hang- bad hangover? I had a lot of stories in my time, but never that. No. And there's mm. something about sequins, isn't there? I think that does that. Yeah, it, she was dressed almost so like an well. award. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously who she wants to be. Because we yeah. do see her in sequins in one of the scene. She wears a cowl neck rainbow sequin top when she goes out. And again, that's her kind of partying her troubles away Mm. and that's what she's doing yeah when she so you think you look at her and you think oh my god she looks amazing look at this life that she's living and actually that's not what it is at all no but that's you know part of who she wants to be Mm. yeah see for me i think i think it's such a good choice and i think it was great a great choice of the costume designer but I didn't personally, from a, just a personal perspective, thinking about my style, I didn't love it. I felt like it was a bit much and a bit 2010. That's I think she I looked phenomenal it. in it. But, well, yeah, I just felt... But equally, that's partly why I think it was such a good choice, because she wants to be glamorous. Yeah. That's quite a classic... That's quite an obvious choice for someone who wants to look glam, a gold sequin. So the fact that she's wearing that in quite... It's quite try hard, almost. Yes, and kind of a, a past passe style, you know, kind of like the wrap and the high, yeah. the kind of different length skirt. Um, I felt like it looked as much as Kaylee Cuoco looked phenomenal, but she would look phenomenal in a bin bag. I feel like it was very. I'm out on the town with a rich guy, so I'm gonna wear a gold sequin dress. Yeah, but again, um, it was probably appropriate for the character. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Mm. you're supposed to look at her and feel like that's the lifestyle or at least that's what she's trying yeah to have 
See, my favourite is a tricky one because we've basically already talked about it. Because <laughs> um, my favourite was just her flight attendant's uniform. I thought she looked great in it. And, I mean, for the reasons already stated, I feel like it is very symbolic. I feel like all the choices, when you really look at it and think about it, Mm. the choices seem so carefully thought out. From So the colour blue, she she always says, you know, flight attendants are also here for your protection. And she looked after that little girl. So not only is her costume a signal to herself to kind of calm down to put on a brave face but because blue is such a calming color don't they say like you should paint the walls in your bedroom blue because it's a calming color you it's almost as if she's it's a a sign for her passengers that everything's going to be all right she's a beacon of serenity which obviously is ironic for her her character and personality type yeah and then also, it's so structured. You've got the colour, you've got the blocking of the colours, the different shades of blue, and it's, it's all very straight lines. Um, and it's it's almost a wrap style, but it's not as soft as a wrap, is it? Mm. Because it's all stitched together. So they've got almost triangles of different, different shades of blue from the navy to the light blue. So I feel like, again, the the uniform creates quite literally cuts a figure for her to step into of this strong mind yeah this this character who is put together and can look after other people and she says doesn't she when she was a kid she witnessed a plane crash and Mm. she thinks that she decides she wants to be a flight attendant because she wants to look after people Mm. But actually, she's running towards the chaos, really. Mm. Um, But also then maybe it's, yeah, because that's what she needs for herself, is she needs a flight ascendant in her life, (laughs) metaphorically. I feel like that just hits the nail on the head head there, really. You heard it here first, folks. Because she's lacking direction. She is. (laughs) well i'm excited to see what comes of the second season yeah like i said before i do feel like it was lined up from spoiler alert the note from miranda saying see you soon that was the first ding 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 signal yeah and then because then obviously miranda didn't turn up again so i was like well you don't just put in a see you soon note which potentially continues the story or the narrative which this person's following without thinking there could be a possible follow-up series and then when her friend slash colleague who turns out is secretly in the cia says his boss is thinking that she could be a human asset yeah i was like well there we go they've set it up so that this story is tied up which i was glad about i don't like it when dramas leave things agreed unanswered but equally we know she's safe yeah and we know that she's got a potential future there's and, and also like a future in drama because if mm. she's a human asset they'll they'll be dramas going on so they could do a series about that yeah well i'm excited so am i more yeah comments, hopefully or maybe it will be spring summer next yeah actually Ooh. that would be great although i did love 
I should say, I loved all of her turtlenecks. Maybe oh, yeah. the common thread for me should be turtlenecks. <laughs> she really pulled off a turtleneck. She and skirt combo, a midi skirt, heeled boot, and a turtleneck. That was the a recurring awesome dressing theme. doesn't get much better than that, in my opinion. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. If you watch Flight Attendant, let us know. Let us know what your favourite costume was, if you agree what our common thread was, if you thought that there was We're wrong. Thread. <laughs> if you thought it was actually turtlenecks, <laughs> we should have just said that. Um, don't forget to follow us on social media at Costume Party Podcasts on Instagram and TikTok and at Costume Party Pod on Twitter. God, that was a test, wasn't it? <laughs> We're only on the third episode. Not by hard, by the it? end of the first series, you'll you'll have it nailed. <laughs> three words, Jesus. Um, and subscribe so you can listen to more fun costume chats. Yeah. Hashtag rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks. See you next week. Bye. Bye.